Welcome to Grass Talk Radio. This show is for people who play bluegrass music and anybody who might want to. Howdy, howdy, folks, and welcome back to Grass Talk Radio. The weather down here in America's Georgia has turned a little bit cooler. I feel a little bit of the touch of fall in the air. For the first time in months, we've had a couple of days where the nighttime temperatures fell down into the high 60s, like 69, thereabouts, you know, around 70. Very comfortable, very beautiful. It's been super clear and the stars have been really shining at night. I've been trying to learn my stars lately. Jackson and I pulled out an old telescope that I got at the Salvation Army store for 10 bucks. It's a big old giant telescope and we've been trying to identify stars and looking at some of the planets and things like that. And it's been just perfect weather for that. And there's just some, there's a little change in the air. And I think, you know, we're due for a change in the air, you might say. I'm seeing the first pecans start to fall from our, I think we've got like 14 pecan trees. The uh, couple of chestnut trees that I have are just loaded up with big fat, those, those, burrs. Uh, they're not quite ready to, to start opening yet, but you know, it's interesting to watch the progression from spring through the fall. You know, the garden, I've told you about the garden and the various things. It's been a long time since we got a squash or a, even the tomatoes have pretty much dried up and they're done. There's still one or two watermelons kind of hanging on for dear life out there. The corn, the sweet corn has already been harvested and what wasn't eaten, you know, within 10 minutes of being picked was uh, cut off the cob and uh, blanched and frozen. So I may have some of that sweet corn around Christmas. Who knows? But you, you can always tell down here when fall is a coming because the pecans start dropping. And we got a couple of different varieties here and they, they start at different times. And I picked up, though, I don't know, a dozen or so today. Now, they're still a little too green. The first ones that fall early, early in the season are usually a little green tasting, and they're better if you let them sit around in a basket or something for maybe a week or two in the house before they get really good. But hopefully we'll get a lot of pecans this year. Anyway, I just get in a better mood when I see that there is a, a change in the air. And as I said, I think, Lord knows we need a change in the air. All right, let me get a little house cleaning out of the way. First item, there has been a pretty decent response to my latest edition of the Bluegrass Jam Tracks. That would be Bluegrass Jam Tracks Volume 3, which is presently right there up, up in the left-hand corner of my website at bradleylaird.com. And I think you can go directly there by going to bradleylaird.com slash tracks. And people have been snapping them up, so I hope everybody's enjoying the tracks. And just as a little short commercial, remember that I have three different sets of bluegrass jam practice tracks. You know, the original one, volume one, and then number two and number three. So if you need somebody to pick with and you want to do some serious practicing, to get better on your instrument, uh, scope out those tracks. Next item, I want to specifically thank 
the patrons of this show because the patrons over at patreon.com slash Bradley Laird are who is providing the financial support to keep this thing going. And I've, I've talked about you know, a few times in the past about the various costs of maintaining a podcast and a website and things like that. And I wish it was free, but unfortunately it's not completely free. There are some costs involved and the Patreon, the patrons over at Patreon are helping me do that. And they're helping you do it too. So if you'd like to support the show, as I always say, you can always go to my PayHip store, payhip.com slash Bradley Laird, and, you know, pick up something. You know, even if you want to support the show, but you really don't want any of that stuff, you could still buy it. And you don't, you know, you can download it or not or whatever. That's one way to support the show. A much easier way to support the show is to go over to patreon.com slash Bradley Laird and just sign up for a little monthly uh, recurring contribution, you know, in any amount you choose. And there are some freebies over there that you will find when that are for the patrons only. So scope them out. I don't spend a lot of time hanging around over there, but it's there and it serves its purpose. And I hope you, um, if you have not looked at it, go over there and take a look at it. Okay, so enough about all that stuff. Got the house cleaning out of the way. And by the way, I will get back to those listener emails. I still have not had enough time to go back and sort out the piles that I told you I got all mixed up. I don't know which ones I've read and which ones I haven't. Some of them I can remember, but some I can't. And they're all mixed together. I will eventually get that sorted out and get back to reading some of those emails. Well, let's listen to a little segue music to carry us into a very special interview. All right, Jason. So thanks for coming on Grass Talk Radio. Uh, your email, I got the first edition, and I was fascinated by it. It's, it's, it's amazingly historically accurate, and I think it will go down in history as, a, you know, one of those artifacts that the, um, you know, the, the PhDs, when they're writing their histories of bluegrass, will look back at as a reference. It will probably be in many footnotes in the future, and I hope to see many more of these emails. And I thought to help the audience of Grass Talk Radio get to know you a little better and what you're all about, I thought I would just ask you some questions, if, if that's all right with you. Well, that sounds good, Bradley. I, I appreciate the kind words, and I think you're right. Uh, it, it is going to be in the history books. It, it can't not be, right? And, uh, you know, having been someone that I read my, my first Bill Monroe biography, I think about... Uh, couple days ago and i'm definitely i would consider myself an expert right to a certain degree and so yeah but but go ahead that's all it takes i mean you know when i um if and when i ever do my phd thesis i haven't done that yet because at this point i still only have a two-year forestry degree but when i do i intend to put lots of footnotes referencing uh, mad magazine and the onion so you know i I think i kind of know where you come from but Let's just yeah, get into sure. this. I'm going to ask you a few questions and just very seriously. Uh, first question: What is your favorite brand of pork rinds? You know that that is a fabulous question. 
Um, you know, I, I couldn't tell you a brand, but there is this particular type of pork rind that is, it's, it's cooked by, by actually Cubans, right? And I forget what it's called. Uh, there, there's a name for it, and it's very cool-sounding. Uh, and it also tastes amazing. It's kind of like a, a crunchy version of it with this amazing Cuban seasoning, and it is, it's life-changing. It's inspired a lot of songs, actually, for me, um, you know, in my personal artistic career. And so just kind of the, the, the crunch of it. It's really life-changing. It's, it's really good stuff. Kind of reminds me of a good mandolin chop, you know, kind of like that. You got that woody crunch. That's right. If you happen to recall the name of it, uh, send me a bag of that. Um, I, I will tell you, you didn't get the correct answer. Of course, the, the number one brand of pigskins is Turkey Creek. Okay, let's move on to the second question. Oh. Yeah, keep that oh, in mind. Well, my, my bad. Turkey Creek. Now, are these, uh, Bradley, are these trivia questions or are these interview questions? I just want to kind of Well, they're, they're get sort of both. This. They're sort of both. I think sort of both. Okay. as you answer these questions, we'll learn more about you. It's mostly about, like, what are your preferences? So let me give you the next question okay. here. Okay. Stop talking about pigskins. It's making me hungry. Let's get to the second question. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Jason, uh, every time I say that, I picture like a hockey a goalie's mask. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? of this crowd of people who seem to think that bluegrass started when Earl joined the band? Uh, I, uh, I don't have a lot of words. You don't have to say, I mean, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say my full opinion, right? Obviously just it's I mean, we're on the radio. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, but no, it's, 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 it's ignorance, right? We've seen a lot of that, uh, <laughs> over the past, I don't know, 3,000 years, yeah, right, I'll, that the oh, world's yeah. been around, or 6,000, millions, I don't know, just a lot of it, right? And so <laughs> it's nothing new that, that people would kind of try to put Earl, you know, all, more power to him, guy, great picker. Love Earl. I love him. That's right. But he's not Bill. Um, and so it's kind of sad to see kind of this new generation being like, oh, man, you know, Earl and... And uh, heaven forbid, the Grateful Dead. It's almost like a gateway drug, where like you're first you're into Earl, then you're into like the Grateful Dead, then you're you know, infamous string dusters, you know, just bad bad stuff. And so, yeah, it's been sad to see, but it's it's not surprising to me if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that totally does. And I, 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 um, <clears throat> well, I probably uh, shouldn't answer the questions that I'm asking you. I'll just ask the next one. Okay, do you think like I do? Well, let me rephrase that. Do you think that all bluegrass festivals should ban the use of pedal boards? Hmm. I, I didn't even know that was a question. Um, it's sad, right, that we have to have these discussions. I'm just thinking, like, man, pe pedal steel like that? I mean, that's Johnny Cash, right? I mean, who, who brought that in? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, even, even Earl didn't, didn't use it, right? Let me clarify. Well, go not, ahead, yeah. Not pedal steel. Pedal boards. Oh. You know, pedal all, boards? Oh, see, I can tell now you are a true bluegrasser because you don't even know what a stomp box is. That's good. Let's move on. I don't on. know what you're talking about <laughs> at all. This is great. This is great. Well, the, you know, the, the compressor pedal and the big muff and the distortion pedal, and you got them all on a board. Uh, good. This is very good. Let's move on. Okay, question. Yeah. Uh, the next question. This is kind of to test your historical knowledge. Um, who was taller? Who was taller, Ralph or Carter? 
Oh, Carter by far, but I will say, String Bean. He doesn't get talked a lot, you know, about much. He's very tall, very tall person. So I've so heard. I would bring him into the conversation, but yeah, as far as Carter and Ralph goes, Carter. Sorry, you... kind of went off on a foray there, but String Bean is kind of a someone we don't talk about enough. But yeah, sorry. What is the answer? Well, uh, but I'm not certain because it depends on whether you're talking physically or metaphorically. So I'm going to leave that the audience to decide that. I think it could be, uh, since you brought him up, string bean is probably both metaphorically and physically taller. Let's go to the right, next question. Right. Let's go. And I'm sure that, you know, we will learn the answers to all these as the emails come out. And I can't wait for the next one. Here's the next question. Have you, you're, since you're down there in Florida, have you ever made your own pick from a Florida snapping turtle. So, yes, I, I have, you have. have attempted it. Um, but it's just, the problem is, it's hard to get a knife that can really cut through one of those shells. I mean, the shells are everywhere. Um, well, the question is, just, just a, little, a little tip right? here. You use one of them electric cutoff wheels. You get down at Northern Tool, they'll go right through it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll give that a try. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, don't do it on a live turtle. I'll write that down. Uh, yes. Thank you. Um, now, I will say one thing that people don't talk about is, and this is maybe kind of going a little bit off topic, you know, um, but crocodile skin is actually incredible for, um, I think, guitar bodies, like to a certain extent, you know, like the pick guard where people use, I guess what's called like some kind of tortoise material. Or right. It actually looks amazing, and it sounds really good with, um, with crocodile skin. And I actually have a, a buddy who has a crocodile skin pick. And it's like, well, do you think it'd be a little bit like flimsy, whatever? No. He uses like the little um, like scales um, on, on the crocodile. I, I may be getting my reptiles mixed up with my amphibians, but I think there are scales somewhere there. And he uses that. And so I, I'd recommend that. Um, yeah, I've, sure. I've, for, I've wondered about that. It seems to be if you get into the serious traditional bluegrass players, they tend to favor these turtle shells and stuff, but I'm sure there are plenty of other organic substances which would substitute quite nicely. Now, speaking of uh, I think so. alligator hide and crocodile hide, um, they're oh excellent, uh, well, first of all, for making boots, which probably a guy like Ralph Stanley would have a pair of alligator boots, but they're, they also make good... I would assume. Good coverings for like a Dobro case or something. Yeah, put that in your I next, think you're right. next issue. <laughs> I was going to say, if you can get Paul Beard on the line right now, then we could we could do that. I don't have his number, but uh, I, I'll try later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It, uh, you know, if you had an alligator hide, I actually have a, uh, a banjo case that has a fake alligator hide looking, you know, it's like Tolex that's stamped to look like alligator hide. But if it was no, real my, alligator hide, it would be a lot cooler. And it would probably cost would more than the instrument. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to quit talking would. because I keep interrupting you. And so we're going to go yeah, to the... Yeah, that's the problem. This is going to be the lightning round. We're just going to blast okay. through 10 of these. And let's, let's do this. I'm going to give you two things. And you just... All you got to do is answer which one is the, is the proper thing for a bluegrass man. Okay? Or woman. Okay. Or, or whatever else. Okay, so sure. th this is going to be really simple, and it's your preference, of course. Hog jowls or lamb chops? Lamb chops all the way. Okay, I'm starting to wonder about this. Okay, 
Here, the mm. second one, grits or cheese grits? You got to have the cheese grits. I mean. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's the key. All right, here's the next one. Black diamond or elixir? Oh, I'm going to get in trouble here. Um, I stand with Ron Block, and I use those elixirs. And I'm sorry to everyone out there. I'm just, you know, it works for me. What can I say? Uh, well, I can feel still frowning on me from above every time that I <laughs> use those things. But what can you do? It's just my, my fingers are very sweaty. And so I have to change a lot, you know, if I don't use those. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you've... Um... You've talked that one to death enough. So I, I think I, I look at it like this. What would okay. Bill Monroe do? And I feel like if Elixir gave him free strings, he would probably use them. Not, you know, I'm just guessing. Probably. Yeah, I would too. I, I agree. Next yeah. one. <laughs> we kind of covered this already, but. Okay. Tortoiseshell or blue chip? Mm. You know, I, again, got to go blue chip all the way maybe not be it may not be the, the most popular answer but i'll tell you something uh for all readers of the mon rover and this is like your your cue to sign up people um there's actually going to be a blue chip picks giveaway coming up in a couple weeks so whoever wins this giveaway is actually going to receive a free uh, blue chip pick from blue chip picks the organization and so i gotta go with blue chip they're they're sponsors of the mon rover they're good people and their picks are they're they're amazing. You are a wise businessman. And now I have to tell you a little something which I know you've you have already learned all of the history of Bill Monroe, but uh, you know there is an apocryphal tale that someone once came up to Bill and said, "Bill, tell me, tell us, we, your disciples, mm -hmm. what kind of pick do you use?" And the the apocryphal tale is that he held out some fluorescent pink plastic pick in his hand and the answer was this one here so that solves all the <laughs> mysteries now I, oh i thought you had heard that before that that's a new one to me yeah uh, what Bradley, kind of pick I, do you I, use and um, you know I, he probably really did think about picks that way you know uh, okay let's move on let's move on here we go yeah, let's do it we, this is supposed to be the lightning round and it's like uh, uh kind of it's back to the turtle analogy right, right. yeah we're, we're done with turtles now okay let's go yeah, to the next one very simple real quick a ribbon mic or a humbucking pickup mm. uh you know I, I stand with ronnie mccurry humbucking pickup on that mandolin that's, yes that's one thing that i will go for <laughs> all right next one and this is a really simple one no drums in bluegrass or no drums in bluegrass um, I'm going to say C, uh, no drums in bluegrass. Ah, I didn't think of that one. Okay, let's go to the next one. This one is, I know, a little, well, you have to stop and think here a little bit. Melissa mm -hmm. Monroe, Bill Monroe's daughter, um, country singer. Um, yes. Was she feisty or completely and totally nuts? Uh... A little of both. I won't say all of the above, but you didn't list that as an option. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say a lot of a nut. A lot. God bless her. But, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you got to love yeah. a woman who will, you know, fight somebody in the alleyway behind the Grand Ole Opry and, you know, yeah. uh, take lipstick and mark all over a fur coat. You know, I kind of admire people like that. It, so. Yeah, I guess you should. 
So, yeah, let me change my answer to, to feisty. I yeah. think you're right. I'm with you on that one. Okay, next one, um, Peter Rowan, faithful disciple or traitor? Traitor. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding, Peter. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I got to say the truth. He might be actually both. I mean, you know, it's like both. Okay, now well, yeah. we got two more, and then we're done. Alrighty. Digital download or 78? Oh, I was afraid you were about to say Spotify. I was about <laughs> to hang up the phone. Um, 78 all the way. The digital download, I mean, I don't know what it is about, like, the MP3, you know, WMV, MP, I don't know. It just doesn't sound the same. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't work and, with Bluegrass. And, you know, being able to listen to music that kind of sounds like, almost sounds like a gun, right? Like my 78, you know, for people that don't know what records are. Uh, it's just kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm with you on that, and uh, you know, I'm actually more of a hardliner, and I prefer the cylinder. But uh, well, anyway. Oh. I'm a, you know oh. I, I think I'm a little older. Excuse than you. me, sir. Yeah, well, you know. Okay, final one, and this ends our lightning round. Bill Monroe, daddy of bluegrass or father of bluegrass? Hmm. Well, that is the question that everyone wants to know the answer to, right? Yeah, well, you know, uh, you hear it thrown around, Daddy Bill, and then I hear Father of Bluegrass Music. Which which camp are you in? Yeah, um, I, I'm all the way in Daddy. Yeah, I'm, me too. I'm there, and let me explain myself, because he's just, in my mind, it's a very like affectionate relationship. Right? I look up to him, I love him, I love what he what he did. And so to refer to a guy like that as father just seems, it seems cold, right? Yeah, it certainly just, I mean, does. Very cold. Daddy Bill is just, it expresses that closeness that I, that I do feel. So, yeah, that's a great question, though. I'm with you. Daddy Bill all the way. Well, look, Jason, I appreciate you coming on here to plug your fabulous new email uh, subscription service and, and uh, website. Tell people how they can sign up and get on the list and get the Monrover. Tell them, give them, give them the info. Tell them how to get there. Yes, sir. So if you go over to the Monrover.com, kind of like the moon Rover, but it's, it's Monroe, <laughs> right? So the Monrover.com, hit that up. And right there, what you'll see is basically just a, an email subscription box. You just put your email in there. Nothing else you have to do. It'll be completely free, um, you know, for, for the time that I'm alive, at least, you know, if, uh, if Bill Monroe's son gets it, we'll know what he's going to do. But, uh, you know, for now it's free and uh, and it's available for all. So it shows up in your inbox every week, usually around Wednesday, Thursday. Um, and, yeah, it just has all the all the bluegrass headlines and news and, and analysis that you guys definitely check that out. And, Bradley, thank you so much for having me. Um, I, I really do appreciate, you know, you having me on. Well, I look at what you do as a very valuable service and so i'm i'm quite happy to promote your efforts and uh and i as i said at the beginning i think it's important that people know that you know the truth and the the underlying hidden facts and history and things like this i mean i for one did not know that noam pakelney ate what was railroad spikes for breakfast yeah i mean i didn't know that and now I do. See, I figured he went for those little spikes that they use on the fist string. 
the little yeah. HO gauge spikes, but no, full full blown right, railroad right. spikes. Yeah. No, the full shebang. Yeah. Yeah. And who, again, who like TMZ, like you know, all the the gossip, the inquirers, like all that, they don't care. You know, they don't they don't care about knowing the Yeah. Now they. And so this is just kind of an opportunity for you know everyone to kind of hear about this little known stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, you're performing a true service, and I thank you for coming on. Hey, absolutely. Anytime, Bradley. All right. Hey, I'll get you on later, and we'll do a full-blown interview and find out a little bit more about you. Thanks, Jason. That sounds good, as long as we don't talk about pork rinds. That was really bad. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Jason as much as I did. I'll tell you, I've really enjoyed the first edition of his weekly email, and I encourage you to go to his site, themonrover.com and sign up for his weekly email. You know, we can all use a little tongue-in-cheek, satirical humor every now and then, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So, y'all take care. I'm busy, busy, busy right now in a, like, crazy editing mode for an upcoming episode. That's why I've been a little slow, and I have not finished it yet, so I've got a lot of editing to do. And I'm working on another one of those in that series of, of, of the great pioneers in each instrument. So I'm, I'm busy working on that. Um, y'all keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully I'll have the next one done by next week. Anyway, y'all take care. Thanks for all the support. Tell all your friends about Grass Talk Radio. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.